This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You know, it's even sadder is having to work with Doug Sprinthal. Oh, yeah. Welcome oh. on the line, Doug Sprinthal, live in the new GM from flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new Ford EV Ford Mustang, online, flagshipford.com. Doug, you're a semi-educated person. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm selling Fords. <laughs> I like that. I like the way you kind of shouted that out. That was great, yeah. as a matter of fact. Um, no, I, I've decided it is now my lot in life for the rest of my life. I'm going to do everything I possibly can to bring people together because it's going to piss off all these money-grubbing pigs. Good for you. I think that's perfect. I am. So you were sad. talking about Katrina. Yeah. Uh, and you're always looking for stuff to watch. One of my favorite, and it's old, it's probably 10 years old or so, is an HBO series called Treme. Have you ever watched that? I have, absolutely. I loved it. I, yep. In fact, I rewatched it a few years ago. For those that don't know what it is, it's a, uh, it's a, a series about post-Katrina New Orleans and told by yep. residents. John Goodman is a local college professor. Steve Zahn plays this crazy DJ who comes from a wealthy family, and he just smokes weed all the time. There's a lot of cameos by musicians in there. Trombone Shorty's in it. Elvis Costello shows up. So it's a, but it's a really good story, and it keeps getting better and better. I just, I really enjoyed that show. I love it. Sounds good to me, man. There's no question about it. I, uh, by the way, I want you to be sad for me, Mr. Sprinthal. I always am. For Catherine and me, I want you to suffer mightily. I thought of you last night as I turned off the television with only one episode of Fisk left. Oh, yeah. We've been, we've been parsing those out. I love that show. She is brilliant in that show. <laughs> well, I love the, uh, the brother and sister that run the law firm, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're really funny. And you know, it's always weird, you know, um, and this, I'm going to sound racist, and I don't mean it to oh be, God. but Typical. when you see foreign people speaking with, like either proper British accents or, uh, in this case, Austri- there's a Chinese guy that works in the yeah, he's law great. firm. And, you know, we're just used to the way <laughs> Chinese people speak English in this country. And it's so weird to hear him speak in, you know, a, sort of an Australian accent. Yeah. I think it's pretty funny. No, I understand Same what you're saying. Same thing going to London. You know, when, when yep. you hear black people in London speak the Queen's English, it's like, man, this just sounds so cool and it's so different. It is indeed. But that Brittany, t- is, that, is that terribly racist? Did I just walk into the spinning propeller? No, but you should know that like every one of my hair stands up on the back of my neck, and I'm a hairy person. You are, When it yes, stands up my true. neck, when somebody says, this is going to sound racist, but yeah, I literally it's, it's, panic. <laughs> right. I literally, yeah. so yeah, so and you, you know, don't have to excuse me. You know, Brittany, this, when your kids grow up, this is what you have to look forward to, sitting around and watching TV for like 40 hours a week with your husband. So enjoy these times. I would love that. <laughs> I love that. Enjoy these times. All right, Douglas. Well, you're going to enjoy watching when your daughter gets to be two or three watching kid shows with her. Oh, I remember God, watching yes. Wallace and Gromit with my son. He loved, he loved, loved that show when he was two. No, it's so fun even right now to just like pull out. We uh, I pulled out where the sidewalk ends. She's a little young for it, but we just like singing. Oh, like those are yeah. so sing-songy that she likes listening to our voices do it. So we're already having a blast with all that. Well, you know, yeah, when my kids cool. when my kids were five or six, I found out the only way they'd respect me is if I wore a yellow sweater. 
cardigan. I don't know about respect necessarily. Is, no, that, the, is that the right word? It's the closest he's gotten to it, so oh, let him go. have okay. it. Okay, good. I will. I promise. <laughs> so, Dougie, I am getting sure. more and more people coming up going, oh, my God, I heard you were driving that uh, Mustang. They all want to see it. They all want to look at it. They love the fact that the roof is all, um, you can see right through the roof of the car, which I love. Driving down the street, it's like, you know, some once in a while you're like, oh, God, I'm stuck in my car. Let's say yeah. you're in a, in, a, in a traffic jam. You can sit there and look out at all the beautiful trees through the roof of the car. It's really cool. Yeah, I love those cars, too. And we're selling a lot of them. We're, at, we're actually doing really well. 10% of our used car businesses are, are Mach-E's right now. It's, uh, we're selling them almost as quick as I can find them in auctions. Um, and, and I mentioned this before, but I didn't get any response. I'm wondering if people, because people that have never owned an electric car have just tons of questions about mm-hmm. how everything works and what they're like. I was thinking about having setting aside some Saturday in September inviting a bunch of people out for lunch, and we'll just, you know, maybe we'll get lucky and sell a couple, but that's not really the point. It's just to to answer questions and stuff. So if you would be interested in doing that, listeners, uh, just email me at DougAndFlagshipFord.com and say, yeah, I'd like to learn more about electric cars and, uh, and drive out to Baldwin, buy some fireworks, have some hamburgers, and find out what all the fuss is about. Can I ask a question about it? Because it always throws me off. How do you get the plug-in at your house? Like, how do how do you make? Is there a company? Do you guys set it up? Like, I know you purchase the yeah, plug-in, but like, so how does that even happen? There are two things that uh, you have to have uh, an outlet in your garage. You have to have 240 volt line in your garage. Some people have their electrical panels in the garage. Typically, it's in the house. So you'd have an electrician wire that up. Uh, and then if you purchase the wall charger, which you can get, the basic ones are 200 the fancy ones are 700 They would install that at the same time. Okay. Um, so our house, when I put ours in, it was pretty expensive because the, the electrical panel was as far away from the garage as humanly possible. <laughs> and I think it cost 1200 bucks to have the whole thing installed. Okay. Now, I did get a rebate back from... Uh, I think it was the state or my uh, electrical supplier that covered almost half of it. So, okay. Um, and, and that's different based on your electric. Excel has a program. I'm in Dakota, which is a co-op. They've got different programs. Depending on where you live, if you go to the, uh, the electric provider's website, you'll see what your options are. But most uh, likely. Also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, but most likely it is just one appointment that would do it all. So if I just yeah, said, what, yeah, and that's right. the real thing is I don't want to be overwhelmed by the idea of like setting that up. And Tom, you said you had an easy time with it, but I never oh, really great. got the logistics of like who to call. So the fact that it's just well, one Well, we person. actually, know, there's a guy who's an electrician who did Tom's. He's the friend of the owner of Flagship Ford. And he's like, hey, <laughs> would you put mind up wiring Tom Bernard's house? And he goes, do I get to meet him? I said, well, unless you want to break into his house, yeah, I think you're going to have to. <laughs> well, there is that. No, he is very, very pleasant to deal with, by the way. So the other thing, and I don't want to turn this into an all-electric seminar, but um, check with your electrical <clears throat> providers because if you set your service up so it only works at night during certain hours, it's a lot cheaper. Oh, nice. Um, so we, Sarah drives her Volkswagen about probably... 1200 miles a month or so and i think it costs about 22 bucks and we only charge at home we never use certain chargers out in the wild because you know she doesn't drive that far so yeah. it works great cool thank you for that but i've always exactly i've been thinking about that of, 
Yeah, a lot of people just wonder, okay, how does this work? What's the yeah. difference between level one, two, and three chargers? And how far do they go and what happens in winter? And what are they like to drive? So if people are interested, e- email me at Doug at uh, flagship4.com, and we'll, we'll uh, set a Saturday uh, aside and have some fun. Thanks. All right, Pally. Well, we will talk to you later. I'll be out of town for a while. But when I get back, we'll schmooze and have a good time. Enjoy your time off, everybody, and I will uh, see you in September. Sounds good, Dougie. Thank you. Bye. Longtime friend of Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal, Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, online at flagshipford.com. I'm going to do the pro turf here because what i got to do is go from Doug to coming right back right after this break, Judd <gasps> and Gelfand. Wow. What do you think of that? Yes. A little baseball talk. A little baseball, baby. Well, I'm not talking baseball after that game no. yesterday. No, Jesus. please. Oh, I, I, Tom has been in a good mood all day. Why do you guys I, do this? Why do the twins do it to me, man? Oh. I, I, you know, I forgot that not everyone is laughing about it. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm sure glad the miserable heat dome is now behind us. Fall may be just the best part of summer. It may just be. You know that. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days, it's one of the best times in Minnesota for landscape plantings. ProTurf did my landscape this spring. They killed it, man. It was phenomenal. That's because of Rick. Rick had some great ideas for my yard. They can do the same for yours. Rick's a really good guy, too, by the way. A good fall-established planting is much more likely to survive a summer drought than the following year. A ProTurf certified landscape designer can help you design a landscape that not only looks nice, but also increase the value of your home. Fall is not only a great time to plant, but also a great time for hardscape patios, walkways, and retaining walls. ProTurf is a Minnesota original, family-owned business since 1982, 41 years serving Minnesota. We care for lawns, landscapes, irrigation systems, where we live. If the weeds in your lawn are out of control, fall is the best time to get a head start for next year. Let them put together a three- to five-step program that is safe, effective, and guarantees results. If you want the best landscape on the block, ProTurf is ready to give you your free landscape or lawn estimate and analysis. Visit www.professionalturf.com and click Estimates for lawn care, landscaping, or schedule an irrigation service visit. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. I'm here with Ben Williams, former defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. Ben, you were in peak health playing football when you went into kidney failure and needed a transplant. An organ donor saved your life. What do you want people to know? That's right, Tom. I found out my life was going to have two paths. I either hooked up to a dialysis machine five days a week, four hours a day for the rest of my life, or receive a kidney transplant. I actually started to lose hope. When I was about to start dialysis, I received a call. My perfect match for a kidney was available. A stranger checked the donor box on their driver's license and saved my life. I actually felt 18 again. Now I want to pay it forward by encouraging others to register. I learned from LifeSource that men register at rates much lower than women. We need more men to check the box at the DMV. When you pass away, that small decision and act can help someone like me. There are 2,300 people in Minnesota like Ben right now waiting for a life-saving transplant. Make your game plan to be a hero. To learn more, visit life-source.org. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. 
Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, 921. Now, 21 minutes after 9 o'clock, Mike Gelfand in studio, Judd Zolgad on screen. Um, Ixnay on the Ace Ball Bay. What do you mean? I got your text yesterday. I thought you'd be all excited to talk about the fact that they've lost back-to-back games to Cleveland. Oh, What and, happened? And was Grandpa upset? Grandpa, I thought he was going to have a stroke. I thought he was going to going to pull a Mitch McConnell on us. It was uh, he was so pissed off. He he swung. He swung the bat. I'm telling you, he swung. You know, this that should have been a strikeout. And then you know he had to be reminded by uh, Roy Smalley. Well, they can't really do anything about that. You know, you can't really you know you can't you can't protest that. There's nothing you can do. Well, had they thrown to first base, he would have been out. But he didn't throw it to first base. Well, right, because well, well, the thing is, nobody nobody thought he swung. But he did swing through it. Well, right, but the problem was you can't do anything about that. You can't protest that. You can't you can't appeal it. There's nothing you can do. If the umpire says he didn't swing, he didn't swing. I got to tell you one thing that I've had enough of already is mm-hmm. that little box up at home plate. <laughs> I really wish they wouldn't have that thing up there because all it does is distract from the game. Because well, they're know. never right. For me, it's just like a, it's just sort of a, it's an instinctive part of the whole process. I don't know. Let me ask you a question: How are you the big closer? The game's on the line. You throw one more good pitch, and the game's over. You throw that is the worst pitch I have ever seen. Who called for the pitch? Did the catcher call for it? Yeah, yeah, do, good do point. Do they call pitches from the bench? That's what I want to know. You throw 104 miles an hour, Yep. okay? 
what who called for that pitch? I agree. And how did and how did Duran not not take his his head because we all have a neck and head and shake it and say, no, Ryan, <laughs> I'm throwing a fat that 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 pitch made no bleeping sense. None. And you see it all the time. You see it with a relief pitcher, a starter, whatever. It's a three-two count, maybe. And the guy hasn't thrown a slider for a strike all day, right? Right. Yes. They call for the slider. And what does he yes. do? I know. He spikes the slider. I know. I'm telling you. And I got about five calls last night, Tom. I called to annoy you. Why? Because much like politics in America, all sports are fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I cannot tell you how many people I know that were pissed off about that pitch. There was no excuse for throwing that pitch. None. No, no. And the guy, again, the guy throws like I think he tops out at 104. Yeah. So it's it's yep. just throwing. Well, yeah. And and guess what too? If you get beat, like let's say he throws a 104 mile an hour fastball and the guy hits it. Okay, you got beat throwing your best pitch. That's correct. It's baseball. Yeah. The, one of, one of my biggest problems with baseball now, and and this directly does correlate to the analytics community is the temptation to get cute yeah the temptation to call. be like you know we're gonna throw a yeah. and 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 it's so precious too for instance they've invented pitches now the sweeper oh which i is hate a slider. that i hate the that. sweeper and, 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 yeah, the sweeper <laughs> what's the difference between a sweeper and a slider well the sweeper is a bigger slider yeah right? and how yep. do you how do you like like uh, there, then now there's the sinker which is actually a fastball and sometimes the sinker winds up being called a ball because it's a foot above the strike zone. How can it be a sinker if it's a foot above the strike zone? <laughs> I agree. It's so true. No, yes. I, I am so upset with the Twins right now. That bullpen is dreadful. Yeah, bullpens in general are going through a lot of trouble now yeah, this time yeah, of year. You're right. Well, it, it's because guys get used a lot, right? Yeah. And be, because, like, it's not, you know, in the old days when starters, and I, I don't mean to be old man yells at clouds, but in the old days when a starter would routinely go seven, you know, innings, the bullpen would be used, but not as much. But now it's also uh, fragmented and segmented into, okay, this guy goes five. Did, by the way, did you guys see um, post game on Bally's? Did you see the Sonny Gray post game presser? Oh, I, he was, he look, I love that guy. He looked yeah. like he wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, he's a beautiful. He's not, game. he's not the happiest guy right now. Well, that was a beautiful seven innings, man. It well, was and gorgeous. he always this is his always he always is griping about this, and for good reason. You know, like he could have a perfect game going, they'd lift him after six innings. I know, and he makes it mm-hmm. clear. That, that's just stupid. They should never have pulled him out of that game. That's probably the biggest reason why he won't be with the Twins next well, year. Well, like I said, typical Italian. Yeah. yeah. yeah Can't please him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's right not to be pleased. I, I yeah. would be pissed oh, off, too. God, yes. When, because, like Tom said, you know, Mike, when you pitch that well, right, I, I get it. If he had struggled, if he started to struggle. Yep. But I think right. he was at 81 pitches. Yep. Give him another inning. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? You should you should just let him decide. Mm-hmm. How, how much better would the game be? And this guy's a veteran. He's one of the best pitchers in the league. His ERA is what, like about 3.1 or something? I mean, it's it's nobody has a, an ERA that low anymore. Not anymore, no. So just yeah, look, you're 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 a you're a manager. If we're talking about Rocco, you're a manager who really 
doesn't – I mean, he's a clerk, right? He's not a manager. He doesn't manage right. anything. Right. He just Correct. takes the analytics and, and tries to please the three different executives. So just, you know, go out there and say, what do you think, Sonny? Can you give it another inning? And Sonny says, yep, and then you walk back. You're there done. you go. But managers don't come out anymore to talk to pitchers. They only come out there to lift them. And it used to be managers were the guys mm-hmm. who come out to the mound and talk to the pitcher. And, and they would oftentimes – pitchers would often, would often – Convince them not to take him out. But now, now the the man the, the manager, but when he crosses the line, <laughs> he's already tapping on his right elbow. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, look, we have the same situation here. You go through this is a three-hour show. You go through two hours and fifteen minutes of Brittany being perfect, right? And then all of a sudden, you just go, "Well, should we let her go on, or, or should we pull her?" Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I say let her go on. At 7.10, Tom's like, we should pull her. Let's, get Let's her pull out. her. Get her out of there. And she, she's throwing sweepers over here. Let's get her out of here. But honest to God, Brittany, uh, did you see the game last night? No, I, I live vicariously you. through your twitchy face, <laughs> and I just know that. I just know that it's probably not good. I, you can I was, t- no, she can. She can tell by the look on my face oh, when yeah. I come in in the morning if yeah. the twins won or not. Oh, before that, like That's the true. before they hit like the eye in the word twins, I can tell you if we shouldn't be talking about them. <laughs> That's like, true. Gelfan coming and going twin, and I say stop. <laughs> hey, I'm, I am here to stoke discord. This is true. I mean, it's hey, only man, been 45 brother, years. That's exactly now. right. That's exactly right. And and here's another thing about baseball. Speaking of uh, trips to to the mound, that absolutely drives me up the bleeping wall. Who started this whole thing, and the pitching coach, Pete Mackey, does it every time, of coming out to the mound and covering your face? Everybody covers their mouth now. I know they they do. As if everybody can lip read. Well, yeah, and it's not just that. It's like what he's saying is probably something like, yeah, you know, you're looking pretty good out there. Uh, just calm down and, uh, you know, just, yeah, be just good. throw your best pitch. And then he leaves. It's not, it, it's not no like it's some secrets. sort of Japanese atomic code. No. <laughs> Let's be honest. They're probably like, you trying to get lunch after this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you Ooh, thinking? There you go. Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's? <laughs> Jimmy John's? Subway? Subway? Uh, oh, God. And, you know, moving on from, from that to another aspect of the game, there is a there's a guy on the Twins team, you know who he is, but I'm not going to say it. I'll let you guys figure it out, who is probably going to wind up uh, being injured within the next three or four weeks and maybe even losing his career because apparently he just he just doesn't care about his body. You know who I'm talking about? No. I'm, you got it, Judd? Who's the guy who's most likely to be injured tomorrow? Austin. Is that what you're saying? Buxton's out oh, with the Saints oh, well, right now. No, he's, he, he comes pre-injured. Yeah. But, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And he cares about his body. He just can't stay healthy. I, I'm talking about Matt Walner. Yeah, he's a big fella. He's going to wind up getting hit oh. uh, 50 times a year yeah, if, he he ever, if he ever could play that many games. 12 times so far? 12 times so far. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in a right, absolutely right now, and you, if you look at, at the number of times he's hit per plate appearance, Full season, he might actually get hit fifty times. He might. That's true. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't bat like that. You I can't know. throw your body over the plate as you swing and expect to survive. Yes. So he does. He and and he is a he is a modern day Don Baylor or Ron Hunt in in that sense yeah. that he yeah. throws his body. But he starts with so he he hits 
left-handed, and he starts with an open stance, but then to what Mike is saying, he closes it up, and he also has that uh, elbow protector. Yeah. Right. And on Tuesday when I was at the game, he, like, literally put the elbow protector and took it off of that. So, like, so, yes, he is trying to get, in in my opinion, there's a lot of times if it's inside, he's going to get hit, and he does not care about that. Well, he's the guy who got hit while he was swinging one day. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. how far over the plate he is. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if a guy gets hit by a pitch while he's swinging the bat, there's something wrong there. But, but, you know, these are 90-mile-an-hour, 98-mile-an-hour fastballs. Even if it's a slider, it's 92 miles an hour. He he can't survive doing this. Now, look, I'm not criticizing this next guy, but it's something that if I were a coach, I would have gotten to him about two weeks ago and said, you better pay attention to this. I really like Jeffers as a catcher. I think he's a hell of a hitter. But he has shown that the last few weeks, if you throw it high and tight, he will swing every time, and he will never hit the ball. Oh, dang. He's, got, if... he's got that really, really bad area. They, he has got to stop swinging at those high and tight pitches. Yeah, and, you can get him on that. And does yep. everybody know that then? Like, all the pitchers well, know that? the smart people. Uh, yeah. Hey, the Thomas <laughs> I mean, Tom knows it, so he tells the opposing pitchers, hey, drive me bleeping crazy right? by throwing up and in to Jeffers. He, he, every time he swings at it. Now, Jeffers has actually, to his credit, turned himself into a pretty good catcher from he a guy has. That, that I did not yep. think was great. Yep. Do you know who I... Christian Vasquez, mm-hmm. who they signed to a three-year contract, um, and who came advertised as you know being good with pitching staffs. Have you ever seen a guy who struggles to catch a baseball at yeah, times? It's tough. Like I know, it's unbelievable. And why is he it playing about, more than say once a week? How can you not catch the ball though? That's what I don't get. Like he has he has the baseball at times go off his glove yeah. like he's a little leaguer. Well, he never did have a reputation as a great defensive catcher. So, I but I think we're seeing him. Ball, I think though. we're seeing worse than we expected, though. Yeah. Yes, yes, and I mean that's the type type of thing too. That it, if he's playing in a playoff game, that's the type of thing. That's a small thing, but I, I mean, if that's a you know pass ball there, well, guy standing on second now or third. So and it's, it's like you, yeah, it's part of their up, defense, dude. which is not very good. Yeah, they're a dumb baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They're dumb. Uh, tell me, Rudy, write that time down. I need that as my phone ring. 9.33. That's so good. Well, yeah, you know, they're about dumb. But, like, that's the conclusion. Yeah, no, they, they've got a lot of guys who are DHs, but the only problem is you can only have one. <laughs> no, yes. that's true. And what happens no, right. if Buxton actually comes back? Nobody knows if he really will. Right. But but he's going to be he's going to be the DH. Well, he's got to be the DH. Mm-hmm. And this team does have three or four guys who should only be DHs, like Julian, for example. Yeah. He can't. He, you put a glove on him, it's a disaster. Yeah, they they actually are playing Buxton because he started his rehab assignment with the Saints last night in St. Paul. They're actually trying him back in center. So their goal. So they heard, my yeah. problem is he won't last there. No, that's, that's right. He'll get hurt. Yeah, and they you know they have a perfectly good center fielder. Just stick with it. Do you see that catch he made last night? Holy Christ, was that a great catch. Well, and he's, the thing is he, he's, he knows how, where to go when the ball is hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half the yeah. guys out there don't know where to go. It's That's like, well, true. what do I do now? That's true. Judd, what time do you have to be out? Uh, 40 today. Oh, 40 today. So we got, you have, yep. we're going to annoy you for another five minutes. Yes. Uh, damn right you can. You know who's a pain in the ass is that Judd. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Now, look, I, I, I will still watch my twins all the rest. That was a very, very frustrating. They had that game in the bag, 
and had to throw the worst pitch I've ever seen to lose it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And one strike away, right? One strike away. One at the time. Yeah. One strike away. Yeah. One and again, just throw the fastball. Just to have Duran throw his back. <laughs> this is Fast, a guy, fastball. This is a guy who has thrown 12 of the 13 fastest balls yeah. this year. That's correct. That's crazy. It's, it's like. Well, let's it's, not throw that. So, no. no they'll, you know what? They'll be expecting the fastball. Well, of course they are. <laughs> because it's 103 miles an hour. They're literally yeah. pooping their pants expecting it. So I'm going to spike that slider three feet in front of home plate. Okay, we could have been up seven. Now we're only up five because of that stupid-ass <laughs> loss yesterday. Are they even going to win the division? Are they going to cave in like they did last year? I think they're going to win it because I think Cleveland, despite, despite the Guardian success against the Twins, I don't think they're going to have as much success in September because their schedule is tougher. The Twins' schedule is actually not tough at all. Not like they at get all. The yeah. Mets. Right. They, they do have to play the Guardians for three. But um, Cleveland, I mean, keep in mind, you guys, Cleveland was a half game back of the trade deadline and dumped they did. They got rid of their best pitcher. They did. So, like, the Twins. Now, if the Twins do choke this thing away, the amount of changes that will be made will be phenomenal. Because I don't. if you don't win this division, you I gotta think you've got to fire. you got to fire some people. <laughs> oh, you got to fire everybody in the management side of that team. I mean, Rocco starting, but, I mean, you got to yes. look at everybody. Yeah, you do. Everybody. You absolutely do. I, I just, for a minute there, I thought to myself, has this guy got a wager against himself? Is that why he threw such a horrible pitch? I mean, is he making money off of this somehow? I just see no reason for him to have done that. Yeah, but, you know, Judd is right about that. You see, you see confident veteran pitchers just, mm-hmm. just shaking their head. Yeah. You know, no, not going to throw that one. No, not going to throw that right. one. Right. But, but you don't see that from him. I don't know. The guy's a hell of a pitcher, but he makes some mistakes I just don't get. This team, though, the one thing that I will say, not to their credit, they are impossible to like. Every time you start to like them, they You're right. bleep up. They are impossible to like. It's like, okay, they won a game against Cleveland. You know, they came back from, what, a five-nothing deficit against Texas. Hey, you know, there might be something here. Every time they make it, they yeah. basically say, oh, no, we, we can screw this up. Watch us do it. They are impossible to embrace. I hate this effing team. (laughs) (laughs) There's Judd talking to himself. Rudy already made you a drop. He just played. We hate those. Which is why my my billboards just have my face and say prick. (laughs) You see it? We already got that going for you. Oh, man. I feel like I've passed the legacy on. You have. (laughs) To hand it on the mantle. but, But look at the bright side. Six months from now, well, not six months, six weeks from now, all of this vitriol will be channeled at the Vikings. That's true. But there's a team that can win a lot of regular season games but can't do a damn thing in the playoffs. Is that going to happen again? Well, probably. I mean, what's the over-under? Probably about eight and a half, nine. Ooh, good call. No, I I think it is. I think think it is right now eight and a half. I think you just nailed it. Is it? Well, I, I do look at these things occasionally. But. <laughs> you mean from a gambling perception? Well, every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. Board, you know, yeah. So do you think the Vikings are going to win that's it? Well, I mean, that, that that's kind of a logical thing. It's, it's the Vikings, right? It's the They'll Vikings. be a little better than average. Yep. I just uh, remember last year, the regular season, they were just kicking ass. Once they even breathed anywhere near the playoffs, they were horrible. 
They're well, gonna because the quarterback checked down on yeah. fourth and eight. He threw a three-yard check down. Uh, yeah. yeah, he did three yards. I remember talking to Tom, going, "But you know, they had the biggest comeback in the history of football." And you said to me, "Do you remember what you said to me?" No. They shouldn't have been playing that shitty that they needed to come back. <laughs> well, see. He's not wrong. And it was uh, so, exactly right. I was, I was, I thought right it was so sister. funny because everyone I was around was celebrating and I called you for something and you were like, said that and I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like, well, that's a good point. I've been, I've, of course, I've been watching the Vikings play since the, the day they got here. Yeah. And maybe this is just me, but, but the, of all the people I've seen on the field in all those years, the one, the one guy who really stands out to me, the guy I remember most, is Armin Turgeon. Armin Turgeon, when he got hit by the whiskey bottle. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the head. Right? Wow. Yeah. Who hasn't been there? No, of course. Well, yeah. you, I mean, you did it to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love it. Hit it hard. Armin, look I up. I run. Bye, Judd. Sorry right, about the thank time. Judd. See you all later. See you, Judd. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, score north. Yeah, that... Uh, you know, the, the rumor was out there that it was a very, very well-known car dealer really? that threw that bottle and <gasps> hit it. So it was Sprinthal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Doug Sprinthal. His name isn't that good. <laughs> yeah, a car, he could, a that's car right. dealer, huh? That's what I understand. Well, they know, never that, proved who did it, I don't think. That son of a bitch <laughs> should not have been throwing that bottle at Armin Terzi and the referee because it could have hit an innocent person. Yeah. <laughs> it could instead of a ref. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely yeah. right. That's hilarious. It's hard to argue. It's yep. hard to argue that point. Look, I, I just, I'm a huge Twins fan, and that's why I get so wound up about this. You're emotionally invested. In I really am. Always have been since I was nine years old. I should get a life. Get a life. I will act like the biggest fan in the world if they make it to the playoffs ever, so I hope you know that. Because I have all the Twins gear. I like going to the games. But you know how I like I pretty much wait, wait, wait. I will be the bandwagon You think fan. about that, though. You were only, what, nine the last time they were in the Super Bowl? Wasn't it? Oh, you mean Vikings or Twins? Oh, what's the Super that? Super Bowl's the football team. <laughs> no, no, I, I was talking about the Twins when I said Oh, I thought that. you were talking about the football team. We no. had moved on like the rest of us moved on. Yeah, I understand. You know, you're a disaster. Well, I don't want to move on. How do you let us down again, Brittany? Uh, sorry, my bad. Okay, so you, okay, if the Twins ever win the World Series again? I would totally, because I have all the gear. I used to live right next to the stadium and go to the games once in a while. If they start playing well, I will be back. I will jump. I will be that person who jumps so quickly back on that bandwagon. I will be wearing my hats, wearing my jersey. I will do all the things. Were Same with the Vikings. Were you born in '87? '86. '86. So you, so you don't remember either one of the super, uh, super, uh, excuse me, World Series. No. Yeah, because you'd have been less than one and less than four. So I, I mean, I remember I was pretty excited when they had the biggest losing streak a couple years ago. <laughs> yes. That was exciting yeah, that and notable. Well, like, how about the time when uh, when Miguel Sano struck out eleven times? Oh in my a row? god! I that, mean, that's well, how did that guy ever make his major leagues? <laughs> how crazy! He I, should have never been no, in the major no, leagues. No, no, and then of course they just they just couldn't quit him after. No, that. right. You're it, right. I remember because in the game where he struck out, when he set the record, tied the record for most consecutive strikeouts, mm-hmm. the uh, the guy who covered the Twins for the Star Tribune did not mention that in his story. <laughs> you think that guy might have been afraid of upsetting anyone? Really? You think that's did why? Did not mention it. Uh, let me ask you, who wrote the story? Do you think I might have? that might have been my lead if I'd been covering the Yeah, place? just maybe. Yeah. That's why you and I got along from day one, because I did bobbleheads and you wrote good stories. Yeah. It was well, phenomenal. Who was more effective? You know, everyone well, says was. that you helped that team. They hit plenty of home runs when I own a 
Tap the nug and get that head bobbing, yeah. baby. We got to get you back in bobblehead mode. Maybe we'll just do a live feed of you watching the game. Works for me. Well, he, he, bobblehead, bobblehead, he turned bobblehead. Joe Rudy into a 125 batter. Oh, my You're God, welcome, does he get pissed Joe. off at me. <laughs> Rudy sucks. <laughs> I will never forget Joe Rudy sucks with beer, uh, you know, the old paper beer mugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy out in left field because there was a... A chain, chain link, link fence, fence at the yeah. time. Kept sticking the through until it finally spelled out Joe Rudy sucks. Oh. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Poor Joe Rudy. Can Poor you imagine? Joe Rudy. You're getting pretty up good there, player. you're going to go hit, yeah, and all was. of a sudden you look, mm-hmm. and there's that you Joe suck. Rudy. Just seeing your name. Well, Brittany Artisan sucks. Good thing it, my name's so long. <laughs> I told you the bus story that's happened to me. What? Oh, yeah. I'm doing voiceover over at the old cookhouse when it was over on the Lumber Exchange building. Oh, sure. This woman's in from out of town. We go over to the Pickled Parrot, have a little lunch. She's been sitting a few, with been her. there a few times. I've been there a few times. She's sitting with her back to the window. I'm facing the one. She said, I understand you do a really big morning show here. I said, yeah, it's doing really, really well. And she goes, and they said that apparently they're, they're, they promote you a lot. you got a bunch of bus sides. I haven't seen one yet. I said, well, there's a bus stop right behind you, and what bus comes by, if it's got the the sign on it, the you know, Tom Bernard me, yeah. Morning Show sign, I'll just point out, you can look at it. She goes, yeah, I'd like to see it. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to her, and this bus pulls up, and I can see that it's a Tom Bernard Morning Show sign on the side of the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm about to say, there's a bus right behind you, but then the whole thing came into picture, and it said, the Tom Bernard Show, with an arrow pointing to Tom Bernard that said, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so I didn't. Ma'am, look over here. Out. There's no bus over there. Just ignore that. <laughs> what do you mean, bus? bus? I don't see any buses. That's what somebody are you else's about? show. I don't know who that is. God, it was hilarious. But I did point it out. So even though it said asshole, I said, there's one right there. And then she went, asshole? That's kind of funny, actually. She thought it was hilarious. You're like, well, it's not always inaccurate. Sure. And, it depends on the right. day. And it's at exactly that point, right. Craig Weiss hired her to be a, uh, a producer. Oh, I miss him. I, I know that's an inside reference. I'm so sorry, but Craig Weiss was a brilliant commercial writer. Oh, he's fantastic. I mean, he was very, very talented. Yeah. And here's a guy, by the way, might have had a drink or two too many. Yeah. Stuck his hand to clean out his lawnmower <gasps> and cut off the middle <gasps> fingers Shot on his right it. hand. Cut them both off, right? It can happen. But the best thing about Weiss is his sense of humor was brilliant. So we're at cookhouse. We both have to go to the men's room. We're down there, and there's a guy that's already in there. And so Craig goes to the urinal, goes over and washes his hands. He's going, son of a bitch, this thing doesn't work at all. I said, what's the matter? He goes, this soap thing's broken. I said, what are you talking about? And he's trying to pump soap through his skull <laughs> in his hand. No. It was <laughs> and the guy's in there, he's like, well, you know. I said, don't even bring it don't up to him. Don't even. Don't even bring it up to him at all. He's got a pinky landing strip. The soap strip. is going right through his, the oh hole in his hand. God. God, that was phenomenal. Oh you know, you know, it was, it was Weiss who inspired me when I gave this pep talk to my Little League team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I love to give pep talks to the Little League team, but I, I, all the other guys, the coaches are saying, yeah, you got to focus, you got to focus, Jimmy. You know, yeah. me, I just tried to distract them. I didn't want them thinking about baseball at all. Before no, I understand. I you, know, you, want, you want them to be loose, right? Yeah. So it's opening day, and our team was sponsored that year. I know what you're thinking, like maybe – uh, Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, something uh, real big. Applebee's. No, it was Irv's Lawn Repair. Of course it was. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and, uh, very big deal. B- very big deal, Irv's was. So um, I'm sitting there, and I, I got my team all huddled together. And I'm saying, guys, this is going to be a great day. Oh, 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 look, there's there's Irv. Irv's here. 
Of course, uh, so Irv uh, was actually played by Bob Lundegaard. Oh, yeah, right. I loved Bob Lundegaard. Oh, fantastic guy. Great guy. Always always my greatest inspiration when I was working at the Tribune. because yeah, he was a terrific guy. And he was funny. He still is funny. He's mm-hmm. still around, you know. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he's like 91 I now. was going to say, he's got to be in his 90s. Yeah. And, but he and, was good, you know. No, Lundy was, was always my best friend at the paper. So, um, and, he, and he was great on stage, too. So I, I, I had Lundy playing the part of Irv. So, uh, so he, I said, Irv, uh, uh, say a few words to the guys. Now my team is all huddled around, you know, and they're looking very somber. And Irv says, I just want you guys to know that this is the greatest day in the life of any ball player, and I want you to know how lucky you are to be here on this beautiful day. And he said, and then he said, you know, uh, I, uh, the reason I got into the lawn repair business was because I used to mow lawns uh, in the off-season down in Florida because we didn't make the kind of money guys make today. And he said, I, I, I was a good minor league player. I was probably going to make it to the major leagues. Mm-hmm. But then one day I was mowing a lawn, and I had a terrible accident. And, uh, and then he holds up his hand. He's, he's wearing oh. a glove, and he's got, oh. like, he's got two fingers curled up so you can't see them. Oh my God. So it looks like he just has three fingers, right? And he says, yeah, I just I had an accident there, and I, I, uh, you know, I lost a couple fingers. He said, I tried to come back, but I could only call for the fastball. There you go. <laughs> well, at the bar. Did they laugh or were they just like uh, wide-eyed? They were just confused. Yes. Which, is, which was the point. So he, and then he walks away, and the kids are there, and they're just like totally stupefied, exactly where I want them. No, yeah, yeah. Sure. They're not thinking about anything. They're just confused. What, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. And then finally, there's a total silence for about 10 seconds. Nobody said a thing. And then this one kid says, you know. I'm not even sure that was Irv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do that too. Go to a bar, five whiskeys, please. Like some five whiskeys. They're like, what? We better take a break here. We only got. Oh my God, we're all gonna come back and close it out right after this. I am so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Saber to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price, keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SaberHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. School Back to school is on, and Staples has great prices on everything you need for your best year yet. Save on headphones and laptops. Save on notebooks, pens, and all the essentials. Priced low and still in stock. And right now at Staples, 24-pack Crayola crayons and comp books are only 50 cents each. Plus, select notebooks are just 35 cents each. School on, save on at Staples, where school savings are always in session. Ends 916, in-store only, limit 30. 
Dougie, how's life in Baldwin? I love it, though it's a bit hard to find a half-calf, decaf, heavy foam. I'll give you some heavy foam. Yeah, that's what he said. Anyway, I just came back from the National Ford meeting and got to hear Bill Ford, Henry's grandson, and Jim Farley, who's the CEO, talk about the future of the company. It was really interesting, and I learned some cool stuff. Read this. Ford builds more vehicles in the USA than any other brand. Huh? I thought it would have been Tesla. Not even close. Keep reading. Ford outsold Toyota in 2022 and is on track to do it again. I didn't know that either. Probably these commercials. Yeah, sure, Bill. Ford has successfully partnered with the UAW and hasn't suffered a strike in over 40 years. Ford also has the largest number of assembly workers in the United States. You know, Tom, I've really fallen in love with the product. From the electrics to the super duties, thanks to you, a lot of people have reached out to put Ford on their list. If you want to talk cars in general or Ford specifically, reach out to me at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. New Brake Best Select Pro, professional-grade brake pads and rotors from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, and what a way to wrap up the show, 954. Um, the weirdest baby names last year. Oh, I like this. It's getting worse by the year, by so the way. What, did somebody just take a look at a, uh, a, a college uh, football roster? Uh, yeah, well, very good point, actually. Okay, you ready for the weirdest girls' names? Yes, I want to hear them. These are real names, by the way. And you aren't going to believe number one in either one of these categories, boys or girls. I'm actually super nervous. I, so the big trend right now in baby names is old names, like old-fashioned names. Not in this list. But I'm terrified. <laughs> but these are the weirdest list. Yeah, this is the weirdest. Okay, let's yeah. These are real names. These are not made up. Oh, no. You ready? Okay, mm-hmm. you have your babies handed to you, and you look at yes. their eyes. Okay, so Gogo's name is not her name. No. She has, has to be Cinderella. 
No. Strawberry. No. Chai as in the tea. Oh, sure. Bethlehem. Canary. Uh, I think that's going too far. How about menorah? Uh, I like that. Menorah? Because most people don't know what a menorah is, but it sounds like a name. How about pearly? Like oh. in Pearly Gates. Yeah, if their last name was Gates, yeah. This one, they say, well, this kid's going to be a stripper. A girl named Sparkle. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, kid's got no shot. Sparkle. Uh, Katniss, like the Hunger Games character. Delight. Banksy, but number one, the weirdest girl's name. Somebody actually legally named their daughter Minnow. 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 Why would you name your daughter Minnow? Nickname Minnie? Well, Minnie's fine. Minnie's fine. Wilhelmina is where that came from. I actually don't mind the name Chai. Out of all those names, I would think Chai is like, it's kind of cute, little Chai. Wasn't the head of the FCC, his last name was Minnow, right? Isn't that yeah, was the guy for a long time? Oh, that Newton, right. Newton Minnow. Newton yeah. Minnow. Which Newton is a ch- Minnow? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine having your baby and going, Newton. Newton Minnow. Newton like, Minnow. That cannot be real. Well, imagine being a uh, congressman named Newt. Yeah. 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 Or Gingrich, for Gingrich. that matter. Well, yeah, either way. That's a rough one. All right, the boys' names. All right, let's Equally odd. Uh, awesome. No. That's hard to live up to. It's kind of hard yeah. to live up to being awesome. I mean, aren't we all awesome? Oh, Jesus. This These might be worse than the girls' names. Mm-hmm. We got awesome. We got Lancelot. No, just do Lance. <laughs> yeah. Lance is good. Forbes. Okay. Well. Crash. Legal name Crash. Uh, I don't know if you want to inspire your kid with that name. How about Ruckus? Name your kid Ruckus. These are all real legal names of yeah. people. You're, Ruckus is a last name, not a first. Yeah, yeah. You're asking for your kid to get kicked out of middle school yeah. with a name for like sure. Ruckus. Or how about Chaos? Name yeah. your kid Chaos. Mm-hmm. That's nice of you. Well, this is all like the boy named Sue kind of thing. You know? Kind of. Yeah. It's the same thing, you know? Your kid's going to be tough with a name like that. Because of another name for this bird, why would you name your boy Rooster? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rooster. Well, there was Rooster Cogburn. There was Rooster uh, Cogburn, yeah, yep. Sure. That was a nickname, though, thank God. Sure. Come on, Rooster, clean up your room. You can't just sit around all day. cock a doodle do I don't know how to say that. It's so hard to have a baby. Like, you've so much work goes into creating, whole, carrying, birthing, and then they hand this baby to you and you say, Rooster. Mm-hmm. Rooster. Oh, sure. How about Cotton? No. No. Well, Cotton, that's a southern name. Yeah. Cotton Gin. Mm hmm. Is it Galid from Handmaid's Tale? Sure. Oh, Gilead. Gilead. Oh, Gilead. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gilead. I thought that was a girl's name. Gilead. Gilead. It's it's the the country that they formed in Handmaid's oh, Tale. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about naming your son Clever? That's rough. <laughs> That's well, you, and you know that kid isn't. I yeah. know. Yes. Well, exactly. Fender, after the guitar, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I'm not as mad about Fender. Daytona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about someone from the south there. Chris Eggert's is Dakota. His kids is Dakota, which I think is a super cute. Yeah, a lot name. of Dakota, Dakota kids. Yeah, love that. Uh, how about Utah? Nope. No. Mm-mm. How about Texas? Well, yeah. Tex. Naming your kid, yeah, Tex. He's probably far away from, really far away from Texas too. He's like lives in Maine. Probably. Yeah. You got barley. No. Name after an ingredient in beer. No. Oh, sure. And like, think of the nicknames Bar. This last one, the the biggest one, this kid better be tough is all I'm saying in school. Legally named their son Dragon. 
Why mm. would you name your well, maybe kid the dragon? Kid, maybe the kid was just well endowed. Yeah. Oh, he's dragging on the ground. We're talking about Look, honey, he's yeah. dragging on the ground. Let's name him dragon. Way to go, Gelfand. Gelfand. Yeah. I know can't. it was wrong, but it was too late. It was too late. I had already said it. You're a disaster, Gelfand. That's all I have to say to you. We had some friends name their kid Bronson Danger. Bronson Danger. Yeah. And what's he like? Okay. Well, he's a cool kid. Yeah, Bronson's yeah. actually pretty cute. Bronson's be, cool, middle name Danger. Better uh, be tough. That's all I'm saying. All right, that is going to do it. We'll talk to you later.